back, everybody. This is Sarcasm Speaks. Jared and Bob coming at you on a, uh, a Bruins night. We got we got playoff hockey. Bruins are going on right now. Uh, I don't know. Potentially, we could have ourselves a uh, a Jim Murray moment <laughs> when he was back in Atlanta. We just start yelling in the middle of the podcast because the Bruins do something. But never mind. They fucking suck. They just went down two nothing on a power play goal. So, you know, what's really funny is I was sitting on the couch watching the beginning of the Bruins game before we started recording and Bruins came out flying like the first like six, seven ish minutes of the first period. They looked unbelievable. They were getting fast breaks. They were putting the pucks on the net like they had a couple really good chances. Ranta made some good saves. But it was like, wow, Bruins look good. There's a couple of hits, I guess, but they're not, there wasn't anything crazy. Like they looked really good. And I'm sitting on the couch and maybe I jinxed it, but I don't know, who knows? And I, I sit there and I go, wow, the Bruins look awesome. That means that Carolina is going to get a cheap fucking turnover, skate down, and then score a goal. And it wasn't quite that. But it was uh, Carolina got the puck after the Bruins had held possession most of the first half of the first period. And they score a soft as fuck goal. Did you see? Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. It was a it was a shot on Swayman and he he kind of made the save, but he let it he still let it get behind him and it like slow motion dribbled across the crease into like the back fucking corner. It hit like the post and then went in the net. So soft goal. Um, and then obviously that power play goal was, was about as legit as it gets. I mean, it's a power play goal. So uh, we are about two thirds of the way through the first period and the Bruins are down to nothing. So it's, it's going well. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, well, <clears throat> luckily for them, the two goal lead in hockey is the worst lead in sports. So everybody knows that <laughs> yeah, people, people forget. Yeah. They got them. They get the hurricanes right where they want them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice and vulnerable. So, uh, we might have something. Nope. Stop. Nope. Nothing. Stop. We're not doing this. We're, we're results based <laughs> today. Well, speaking of, uh, Results based today. I looked, I, I mentioned it in the last episode. I had a couple of things that I was thinking about maybe getting to, but uh, I saved them for this episode so we can actually have a full, full time to just kind of run and talk shit. This, uh, I think this is going to be the burn it down, burn it all fucking down episode. Uh, because I think some of the most controversial and uh, polarizing arguments. Um, I'm just going to throw them out there and I'm probably going to piss off a lot of fucking people, but I don't care. It's not that many people because I don't know, we have less than a hundred people. We have less than 75 people that listen to this show on a regular basis. Yeah. What if this is the one? Yeah. Yeah. This is the one, this is the one that gets us famous. And it's the one where I just say a bunch of really fucking annoying shit to some people, but I don't give a fuck. So 
Uh, let's start out with the most hot button topic, probably the number one hot button thing in American politics for the last 30 years. Um, and it rhymes with shmushmorshin. So that's obviously been going on for the last couple of weeks. Um, we haven't really talked about it, but you can't avoid it in the news right now. It is all over the place. All the podcasts I listen to are talking about it. Uh, so if you live under a rock, uh, if you're one of the, you know, 60 ish people that follow this show and, uh, you have no idea what's been going on. Um, what happened recently was there was a leak, uh, from the Supreme court. I believe it was justice Alito, um, who wrote just essentially like, um, I forget the, the, the exact term for it, but essentially it's just like an opinion piece. He, he basically wrote an op-ed on how he feels about Roe versus Wade, which again, if you live under a rock that has to do with making uh, abortion federally uh, legal and accessible across all 50 States. Um, and his essentially op-ed that he wrote was that it needs to be overturned. Now, when people got a hold of this, right, they flipped the fuck out. Everyone flipped the fuck out and on both sides. So starting with the right side, the, the conservative side, because um, they're easier to, to discuss and there's way more to talk about to shit on the left here. Um, but on the right, everyone immediately was like, who leaked this? Who, who did this? It, it was one of the liberal justices. It was, it was one of them that this is illegal. This is highly illegal. They need to be thrown in jail. And it's like, okay, well, if you want to look at it, like the Supreme court is like this, its own entity. And I get it. It, it is kind of like, I think out of the three branches supposed to be the one that's the most legit. Um, we'll see now that this has gone on, whether or not they now become uh, just as polarized as Congress and whatever dickhead sits in the, the executive office. Um, but I can at least understand where they're coming from for the people that are like, oh, whoever leaked this needs to be thrown in jail, whatever. It's sacred. But at the same time, is it, is it really, is it so fucking sacred that if, if, a uh, a, a, essentially a fucking thesis paper that was written by one of the justices gets leaked, the person that leaked it needs to go to jail. Come on. That for for all the people on the right, and this is like I said, we say this all the time. We shit on people equally. I hate the left. I hate the right. I think all politicians are cunts. Anybody that affiliates themselves with one political party or the other uh, is a complete fucking dickhead. So for all the people on the right that clamor about China, right, and communist and and fascism and all this shit, doesn't that sound awfully fascist to you? <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's different, dude. Whoever whoever leaked whoever leaked this information about the the Supreme Court, they need to be thrown in jail. What? Like that? That sounds a lot like fascism to me. 
Like you're not allowed to say anything against the government. Like you're not allowed to leak information to the public. Like I, I don't know about that one. So, but like I said, I'll at least listen to the argument that the SCOTUS is supposed to be like of the three branches. Again, the one that's the most on the up and up. Um, But there's no fucking sacred cows. All right. Get the fuck off my lawn with that. They should be thrown in jail. Whoever leaked it. It's that's just stupid. Um, So now moving to the left, the outrage on the left, everyone is flipping out because they are now acting as if abortion will be made illegal in all 50 states, as if you're not going to be allowed to get an abortion anywhere ever again. To which I say to them, just like I said to the people on the right, unpolitely, go fuck yourself. Um, Because that is absolutely incorrect. Um, it, It seems like the left in general is running all of their thing. It's like the only way they feel like they can garner support from their base is to make their people feel like everything is the worst thing that's ever happened. Right? Like everything is an existential threat. Everything threatens their existence. Like they might, they, because again, let's be very careful with the wording here. They might overturn Roe v. Wade. So therefore let's all lose our shit. There's uh, a few bad cops have killed some black people in the country. So let's lose our shit. Um, There's a virus going around and we need to force people to get this vaccine that no one knows anything about. And if they don't, let's lose our shit. Like everything is a direct threat to your existence. If you're on the left, which again, go fuck yourself. Um, So all of the people that are, again, losing their shit about Roe v. Wade, it's like, let's look at the facts of the situation, right? This was a, a, a paper, again, that was written by Justice Alito, I think it was him, in February of this year. It's now May. Nothing has happened, right, since February. It got leaked now. Now, maybe they'll release a ruling like in a couple months, but maybe, I don't know, like there's still time, there's still time for people to change. And it's just one justice, right? Everyone's just assuming that because there's more people, there's more um, Republican appointed judges on the court that all of a sudden, like the court's just going to rule one way. And it's like, okay, but nothing has happened yet. So you guys are like freaking the fuck out, losing your minds, like setting everything on fire and nothing has happened yet. Like there's, there was a, 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 one of the justices wrote something that said he thinks Roe v. Wade should be overturned. Cool. Like how many times has that happened over the last 40 fucking years since it originally got passed? Probably quite a bit. If I had to guess. Nope. This is the first time. Yeah. <laughs> So everyone's flipping the fuck out, right? They're saying like, oh, it's going to get overturned. So now let's move into the second part of the argument. If SCOTUS does overturn Roe v. Wade, again, it does not mean a sweeping 50-state ban of abortion. All it means is that now 
instead of the federal government saying all 50 states have to allow this, what they're saying is, well, the federal government has no jurisdiction over this sort of ruling. So therefore, if you want it to be legit over all 50 states, Congress, the legislative branch, needs to pass a law and codify it into law so that it applies to all 50 states. Or now it's just left up to all the individual states. Which isn't that, isn't that what it is now? Which I'm fine with. No. So the, the ruling is that they need to allow it. The states are kind of... So the whole reason why this came up is because states have been kind of fucking with it and like towing the line, right? And crossing the line and, and waiting for SCOTUS to say something or something like that. But all 50 states have to allow it, but they're allowed to, I believe, kind of change when it's allowed up until, right? So like, I don't know, one of those crazy fucking states, either New York or California or Washington was trying to say that like abortion is allowed up until like after the baby is born. And it's like, that's bullshit. That's murder. That's, that's legitimate. That's no longer an abortion because that baby has been born. Like (laughs) whether it's come through the birthing canal or born via C-section, like that baby is now outside of its mother and it's living like an abortion at that point is murder. So you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. I think once it hits oxygen, that's, yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if it consumes oxygen, does that make it a living organism? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess depending on who you talk to. I well, because yeah, because other the evangelical are, Christians say that because they're saying that life a, a begins fucking, at conception. I would say an unfertilized egg is life. Now, yeah. I've heard yeah. some people say that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, once it's out, it's fucking out. Yeah. Just yeah. Give it up for adoption. Exactly. Like, how fucking hard is that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get a lot of this shit. Um. Yeah, so I guess I guess if you're concerned about this, then you probably live in Texas, Tennessee, SEC country plus Texas, the Dakotas, yeah, and anywhere else that's super conservative. Yeah, and you're not a conservative, right? Like you're a liberal that yeah. lives in li- you're a liberal that lives in a red state. And you're a liberal that lives in the wrong state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because the ones that are crazy, it's like, like, what, what, is Arizona a swing state? Yeah. Okay. So Arizona ain't going to put in any crazy ass laws, you would assume. No, plus, no. Plus not. they have bigger shit to worry about. Immigration there is a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah. It's terrible. They do not give a shit about abortion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're like super liberal living in Texas, it's like, first of all, the Trevor Wallace video on Austin, hysterical. <laughs> and you live in Austin. You don't live in Texas. Right. Right. I don't know. It's like, don't live in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. So Tennessee's a, they're, they're fucking, they are fucked. So Tennessee is one of the states. There's, I think there's six states that have essentially what's called a trigger law um, that is on their their books, on their state constitution, legislation, whatever the fuck it is, that if Roe v. Wade ever is to be overturned, then immediately abortion laws change. So it's called trigger laws. But I believe not all six of them ban it outright. 
I think what it what it is like a lot of them are just ban- like Oklahoma, I think last week just came out and banned abortion after six weeks, which. I mean, that's a little early, like, well, because it's hard to identify at that point, right? A lot of people don't know they're pregnant at six weeks. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I understand. I get it. But like. I don't know. And again, I'm, I'm not, I'm in no position to sit, to stand here and say, this is what the date should be. Cause no, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I truthfully, I don't really fucking care either. Um, we've talked about this before on the show a long time ago. Like I, it is what it is. Like I'm not pro abortion, but I am pro choice. Like if I was given the option, not that I can, well, actually I can be pregnant because it's 2022. Yeah, so man. If I did get pregnant, I don't think I would 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 be able to go through with an abortion, but I think other people should have the right to do that if that's what they so choose. So where you draw the line, I don't know. A lot of people talk between eight to 12 weeks. That's fine. Whatever, somewhere along there. I think six weeks is a little too early, um, but that's well, not 45 really... weeks is 45 yeah. weeks too many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what California wants. Uh, when full term is 40 weeks. <laughs> oh, so 45 is too many. Yeah. No, four, no, 45 is great. If you're in California. True. Yeah. Um, so all of this shit, right? Like not again, like I said, nothing has changed yet. There are some States that do have some trigger laws that are out there, all that shit. But like, I look at that, like I, and again, you say what you want, like, Oh, you're a guy, whatever. But again, I don't give a fuck about this, really, truthfully. And I actually prefer that the states make their own decision. I, yeah, I don't think that like I am. A, the f- I am I've, if you've been listening to the show, <laughs> following long enough, you know, I hate the fucking federal government. The smaller we can make the federal government, the better we are. Because all of the people, if, if nothing else, what the last two years, two plus years, should have taught us as a country is that we need a small federal government, not this, oh, we need we need Big Brother to tell us what to do. No, we need Big Brother to shut the fuck up and leave us alone because the people that live in the Northeast f- live their lives and feel and have opinions that are way fucking different than people in SEC country and are way fucking different even still than the people that live on the left coast of the country. Do you think so it's because like, we get seasons? Yeah, probably because we get seasons. Yeah, I would imagine. That's what makes us the best. But you know what I mean? Like that's, that's if anything, should be proof. Like, no, 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 no. We don't need one law for the whole land. We need every state to be able to make their own decisions about this shit. Because the people that live in Massachusetts don't believe the same things that the people that live in Iowa and they don't believe the same things of the people that live in California. And California doesn't believe in the same shit. The people live in Oregon. You know what I mean? Like, leave it to the states, right? Like, this- never mind that if you even think about it, like, if you actually break it down, I don't know what a Massachusetts Congress is consist of. Like, I don't know how many members. Yeah, I don't either. Let's just pretend it's 200 between both. That yeah. seems like a lot, but yeah. Eh, let's say it's 100 between both Senate and House yep. in Massachusetts. Let's say it's right. 100. At the, sta- at the state government level, yeah. State government, let's say it's 100 people. <clears throat> that could be grossly over or underestimated. Don't know. Don't care. 
what do we, how many representatives do we have? Four? 13? At the federal, At the federal le- level. Uh, seven? Seven. I was going to say seven or eight. Oh, seven sound. Yeah. Okay, so we got seven reps and two senators. Yeah. Which is nine out of 500? 400? Yeah, it's like 420 something. Okay. So nine out of 400 is what's representing us. If yeah. we want, if you want a big federal government, we have a nine out of 400 representation. And again, right. all these numbers are, are we're not fact based, not math based. Yeah. <laughs> so nine out of 400. And you want us to be represented by the nine out of 400, whereas 100% of whatever that figure is in the state is the people deciding for us. And you want to talk about like actually making a difference. Like if you go and vote for governor of Massachusetts, I actually would argue that your vote is still useless, (laughs) but it serves some purpose because if there's enough people who hate one person, then that person doesn't get in and it's right. A right. little more party independent in Massachusetts. But like your local rep, like you could potentially actually get through to your local rep and actually speak to that person. Potentially. Yeah. 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 How the fuck are you supposed to convince a congressman from fucking Georgia? Or actually, isn't it that fucking crazy lady? How are you supposed to convince her of anything? Yeah. Is that the lady that, that drinks blood and thinks that fucking i don't know oh it's the crazy blonde lady like what is it mary taylor green or something oh marjorie taylor green no i think she's from minnesota oh she's minnesota so minnesota yeah i thought she was just some crazy ass fucker from georgia (laughs) um i don't know let's see nope i Let's see. Uh, nope, she is from Georgia. You're right. There we go. See? Not from Minnesota. She represents the Georgia's 14th congressional district. Yeah, she's fucking Anyway. <clears throat> anyway, like, you know, especially in the state you live in, wouldn't you want the, the people who actually represent and live in the state like, I don't even know if the Massachusetts Congress people even live in Massachusetts. They probably don't because Congress never ends. I mean, again, yeah, it ends for just, what, August? Yeah. Yeah. They just live in D.C. or they go back and yeah, forth. So, yeah. So, like, wh- why? Yeah. Like, why, like that's, would, why wouldn't that's the you thing. want? Like, who is, I don't know who is a fucking uh, representative from Massachusetts anymore. Um, Warren, Aaron, is she still doing uh, she's something? A, she's a senator. Uh, whatever. Um, Marky, is he still around? Yeah, he could. No, he's a senator too. Well, that's um, two senators. Um, yeah, but maybe Marky's a state gotta be senator, a- like a the state level senator. No, he's always hasn't he been federal? I don't fucking know. Oh yeah, yeah. So Elizabeth Warren is, and Ed Markey are the two um, the two state senators. So the representatives, I got them right here. Uh, there are nine of them. So yeah, look at us. We were right. Uh, so 
we got Richard Neal, Jim McGovern, Lori Trahan, Jake Ochenkloss, Catherine Clark, Seth Moulton, Ayanna Presley, Stephen Lynch, and William Keating. So, uh, don't know who any of those fucking people are. And I would also gather that Jake Ochenkloss uh, probably has no fucking idea of what the people in his district actually want. So, well, maybe he got in in 2021. Let's who's the longest serving dickhead. Uh, Bill Keating from, from the ninth district has been in since 2013. So I would be willing to bet that he probably has no fucking clue what the dis- people in his district actually want, nor does he care. Right. <laughs> Cause he's just going to vote. However, he's told to vote by the powers that be. So that's, that's my, my unpopular opinion is I don't give a fuck if Roe v. Wade gets overturned um, because I think it should be up to the States. And unfortunately, if you need or want an abortion and you live in a state that decides to restrict it uh, again, because I don't think any of them will ban it outright, but even if they do ban it outright, go somewhere else, right? Like this is this. So this is already what's been happening is companies now, which this, again, maybe this is my libertarian side showing, but like this is how it probably should work, right? If the state, if you work in Tennessee, let's say, and Tennessee says, oh, Roe v. Wade got overturned, boom, no abortions across the board, like zero. You cannot have one or you go to jail. All right, well, let's say Tesla, I, I, because Tesla already did has has come out and said this. I know they don't have necessarily have a factory in Tennessee, I don't think, but maybe they have an office in Tennessee. They've already come out and said that we will pay for transportation for our employees to travel to a different state if they require an abortion. Okay, what's wrong with that? I have no problem with that. If your employer is willing to foot the bill to help pay for your health care, essentially, if you want to call it that. Okay. I'm fine with that. Like say you live in, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and they ban abortion across the board, but luckily you work for Tesla and Tesla will be like, I'll drive you across the border to fucking whatever is South of Tennessee. And you can get your abortion. Probably not nothing good. Probably I think, not. I think it's just probably Alabama not south of Alabama. Yeah, I would say south of Tennessee ain't yeah. gonna do it. You might have so, to go. We'll take you north. East. We'll take you east to North Carolina. <laughs> I would say no, that's still northeast. Yeah. You might have to go to Virginia. Yeah. Either way, Tesla's gonna foot the bill. Okay. People still gonna bitch about that? Probably. Probably, but that's because people suck. Well, Elon Musk bad. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I saw that people on Twitter were, were making like jokes of that too. They were like, the left does not know what the fuck to do with Elon Musk because he just came out like obviously his whole Twitter thing. And for the longest time, everyone was like, oh, Elon Musk, bad. Elon Musk, piece of shit. Jeff Bezos, good. Bill Gates, good. And now Elon Musk has come out and goes, yeah, no, if any of my employees want an abortion and they live in a state that doesn't allow it, I'll pay to, tra- to transport them to a state that does and help them get it. And that's like, 
all of the memes on Twitter, like people's heads exploding and fucking all kinds of shit. They're like, the left does not know what to do with Elon Musk because he's a real person, right? Yeah, imagine and, that. And real people have nuance to them. Like if anybody, any dickhead sits there and says, well, I'm a Republican, so I feel like this. It's like, nope, you're a complete and fucking piece of shit and your opinions no longer matter. They didn't matter to begin with, but now they absolutely don't matter because you just prefaced with your political party so you can fuck off. Because normal people pull from everywhere, right? Like you can be a, a, um, a gun rights person. You can want, you can want gu- everyone to have a gun and you can also want people to get abortions too, right? Like I, that's, I, I think everyone should be allowed to buy a gun and I also don't really give a shit if people get an abortion. Nope. Yeah. People would look at me and be like, no, man, pick a side, pick a side. You're, you're riding the fence. Yeah. Just because the fence is just stuck up my fucking ass. I was going to say, yeah, I'm riding the (laughs) fence, but for a different reason, it fucking slid in there. (laughs) So there's also some, some neighboring States too have come out and, and created um, safe care zones And also pregnancy centers and Planned Parenthood have also come out to say that they will help assist monetarily with all these people. So like, again, this is great. This is, this is, this is good. This is what should happen, right? If a state rules, you can't do this and it doesn't matter if a state rules, you can't do X, right? And companies that work within the state are now like, all right, well, We'll do what we need to do to help you do get what you want to do because the state legislation kind of sucks for you. Again, I have zero problems with that. Like it, it and it doesn't matter whether it's abortion or, or I can't even think of anything else like weed, like legal weed. Like if you live in a state that just outright bans marijuana and your company is like, well, I know you have glaucoma, so I'll pay for you to get like weed delivered to your house cool, man. That's fine. Like, again, like, I don't care. Like if you're come, if the private company and you, there's ways to get around, whatever, go for it. I don't give a fuck. But again, at the end of the day, I think it should, everything should mostly be left up to the States. Um, and like I said, the, the, the neighboring States are helping out, um, pregnancy centers, Planned Parenthood, all that shit. The other thing also I want to make very clear because I saw this on Twitter that was circulating around. And uh, unfortunately, our buddy Nikos uh, fell for this and got duped by it because there's no context to this. So what had been going around on Twitter was Tennessee, which (laughs) for some reason, Tennessee really fucking hates abortion and, and all this shit. But for some reason, Tennessee decided to also pass a legislation that banned and made it illegal to get plan B delivered in the mail. So you can no longer have the plan B pill delivered to you in the mail. It's punishable by up to like a $50,000 fine or jail time, whatever. Like for those things, trust me, no one's going to fucking go to jail because they got plan B delivered in the mail. It's going to be some sort of fine, but either way, it's still illegal. So what someone did on Twitter, what a lot of people did on Twitter, was start tweeting that 
you can't get plan B in Tennessee anymore. Tennessee just banned plan B. And it's like, no, see, now you're a piece of shit because you're either ignorant and spreading rumors, essentially. And it's, it's not true because the, 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 the actual law that was passed was you're not allowed to get it via the mail. So you can still walk your ass or drive your ass to CVS and buy it. It's available over the counter. You don't need a prescription for that. It's over the counter. You just walk right in, you pay whatever it is, 30, 40, 50 bucks, however much it costs. You get it and you're good to go. But everyone is like, well, Tennessee, you can't get plan B anymore. Like, no, that's not true. You stupid fucks. You can't get it delivered through the mail, which I don't know how many people got it delivered through the mail anyway, but whatever. Got an auto ship. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to it on Amazon to save 10%. <laughs> get it get a box delivered every month so that's my that's my whole spiel on uh roe v wade and abortion and all that that again i feel like a lot of people would be like oh no whatever like you're a dickhead but i feel like if you're a normal person i feel like my views on it aren't super outrageous i feel like it's pretty straightforward like again, like I don't necessarily support it, but that doesn't mean I don't think other people shouldn't be allowed to do it, right? Like, it's I don't know, it's 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 like the First Amendment, right? It's like free speech. Like free speech means free speech means that you're allowed to get up and say whatever the fuck you want, which means someone could get up and say, I don't know, something that I totally disagree with. The, the Bruins are a great team and are going to win the Stanley Cup. Someone's allowed to say that. I fucking, I don't believe it. I hate it. I think it's completely wrong, but that, that person is allowed to say that, you know, it's like one of those things. Like, again, I don't necessarily support it personally, but that doesn't mean that I don't think other people shouldn't be allowed to do it. So if that makes me an asshole, then I guess I'm an asshole, but so the next thing. We got again. This is the burn it down episode. We got a lot of hot button shit going on. Good old number 46, Joey B, is kicking around the idea of relieving student student loans. <laughs> so this one was good. This was this was pretty awesome. So we talked about this before, I think a few weeks ago, or maybe a month ago at this point, but they extended the student loan relief thing through August. So now interest doesn't start accruing and normal payments don't resume until September of 2022, which will give people, I think, two and a half full years. Of, yeah, because it was March of 2020. I think everything went on pause. So that's two and a half years literally to the day um, that no interest had been accruing on federal loans. You don't have to pay all that bullshit, whatever. And people are freaking out, right? They want, and my prediction was that in August, uh, Biden was going to do some sort of debt relief, right? Going into the midterm election as like a last ditch effort to try and save some votes because they're going to get absolutely fucking annihilated in the polls this fall. And I think everybody knows it. Um, 
but I feel like, you know, a couple people might, might, they might be able to save face if they are like, oh yeah, don't forget two months ago, we, we forgave all your student debt or some of your student debt, like, you know, something like that. Um, but so speaking of her already, Elizabeth Warren has come out and said that Biden needs to forgive all student debt and she's not going to stop until all student debt is eliminated. To which I say, you're a dumb bitch because we are already dealing with the worst inflation that the country has seen since the 70s, since the gas crisis. And you want to just take, I think it's, is it $1.6 trillion or something like that? So it's, it's something like that. You want to just take that and just burn it, right? You just essentially, right? You just want to poof, let's make it go away, except that it doesn't really work like that. Uh, because now all of that money, I don't necessarily, I'm not an economist. I don't necessarily know how it works like this, but I, 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 I from what everyone says is when you make that go poof, inflation goes up like a lot. So your $7 gas, enjoy it to go up. Your fucking $8 for a gallon of milk, that's going to be $12 now. You know what I mean? Like it's just going to be worse and worse and worse. So you can't do that, right? That's just dumb. Imagine those tax bills the first year though. Mm. Yeah. That's the other thing. We talked about that on the show. You don't just get free money either. That gets counted as income. Yep. So that, that initial tax bill, you got to pay taxes on that. Yeah. So if you have $150,000 in student loan debt, that just gets poof forgiven. Well, in 2023, when, when the tax man rolls around in 2023 and he goes, okay, uh, Joe Jabroni, uh, we forgave $150,000 in student loans last year for you. So that counts as $150,000 worth of income at a 44% tax rate. Uh, you owe us $60,000. <laughs> And it's like, whoa, 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 you told me you were getting rid of it. Yeah, yeah, no, we did. But you have to pay taxes on it. Yep. So it sets $60,000. So now what do people do? They're like, well, I can't pay that. So they enter into a payment program. Yep. With interest. <laughs> with the federal government, with interest. So now it's almost you're paying like, that. It's almost like you should just continue paying off the student loans and skipping a step. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like... What, what's the line from Rick and Morty? It seems like slavery, but with extra steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it seems like student loans, but with extra steps. <laughs> yep. So that's just dumb, right? That's just stupid. But the rumors are that he's probably going to relieve $10,000 for everybody uh, because there's a lot of statistics that show that the people that hold the lower amounts are the ones that struggle more financially, right? So the, the thought process is if you have $100,000 in student loan debt, you more likely than not are in a job or an occupation that pays you more money. So if versus someone that has $20,000 in student loan debt, because there's, there's all kinds, there, it's, it's a legit statistic, right? Like it, it, they, they, this is, I didn't just make this up for the show. Um, 
because the, also the, the, the thought behind it too, is people that don't finish college, right? People that go to college for like a year or two that have anywhere from, you know, two to $20,000 in student loans because they didn't finish college, which means they make less. So there, there is a legitimate like statistical information on this that shows that people that have lower, um, lower student loan debt typically make less money in income. Um, so the whole thought process behind that is, well, if we forgive 10,000 for everyone, you know, those people that have $7,000 in student loan debt, but they only make, you know, $35,000 a year and they still struggle to pay their bills and then also pay their, their monthly student loan bill, that's going to be bigger for them. Like it's going to be a big relief for them to get that, you know, 180 to $400 a month thing back, you know? So I understand that. I think $10,000 a person is only like $180 million that, that we would essentially light on fire, which is a lot better than 1.6 trillion. Um, I don't know, personally, where I stand on it, I don't necessarily think anything should be forgiven, but I think if they do forgive anything, it should be not more than that $10,000 mark. Um, because I feel like that's when you're going to get into like real financial problems, like economic fin like problems. Um, I mean, $10,000 for me would be cool because it's like, a fourth, a fifth, roughly, like a fourth and a half of like what I have left to pay. But like, it's not going to knock it all the way down, obviously. But like I said, those people that, that do struggle, that will help, that's cool, it's fine. But I also am a strong believer in like, no, nah, man, I went to college, I decided to take these loans, now I have to fucking pay it back. Like I was an idiot fucking 22-year-old and took out a loan for $15,000 for grad school when I had free grad school anyway, like now I have to pay that back because I was a fucking retard, you know, eight, nine years ago. Now, now it's, it's, it's my problem. Like I have to deal with that. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's a lesson, right? It's a hard lesson learned. Like if someone had told me, if someone had sat me down when I was 22 and explained to me that situation, I would have been like, yeah, I'll just scrape by on like ramen and whatever. Cause like I took the, I took the loan, even though I had free grad school because I was like, Oh cool. It's free money. And it's like, Kinda. it's not free money, but whatever. Like, again, no one explained that to me when I was 21 years old. Um, so yeah, it's my fault. Like I, I should, I should have to pay that, you know, that's whatever. Um, but I, the, the sweeping, the sweeping forgiveness, I think is ridiculous. No, that's dumb. College is a choice. You didn't have to go. You didn't pay your bills. Yeah. So, oh, and then the other thing the, the best part about that is like last week, I think Nancy Pelosi was like giving a, um, a speech and like out of nowhere, I think, or maybe someone asked her a question about it and she goes, yeah, well, I don't think President Biden even has the capability for, to forgive student loans anyway. 
and everyone fucking lost their shit again because people were like, are you, sh- are you shitting me? Like she, what did she just say? Because the Democrats entire fucking platform that they ran on in 2020 was, well, not the entire platform, but a large portion of it was, oh yeah, we'll forgive your student loan debt. Biden said that on the campaign trail. He goes, if I'm elected president, I'll get in and I'll forgive student loans. Do you mean to tell me that a politician was dishonest? <laughs> Imagine that. I won't. I and won't now even it. still, like you got people like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and all these people that are out there. And I would imagine AOC too, even though she's been super quiet lately, like all these crazy people that are like, no, forgive all student loans. And then you have someone like Nancy Pelosi, who was on their political team, if you would, goes, oh no, he can't do that. I don't even think he has the power to do that. It's like, you talk about like shooting your, yourself in the foot, like as a political party. I don't know. Like if I was a Democrat and I was in office and I was trying to run through this whole student loan forgiveness and I saw Nancy Pelosi give a press conference and say, well, I don't even think Joe Biden is allowed to do that or has the power to do that. I would make a couple phone calls. I, I mean, I know she's like number three in command in the country and like the chain of command or whatever, but like, I'd still make a couple phone calls and be like, yo, bitch, like you can't be fucking saying that shit. <laughs> like you got to keep that shit under wraps, like lie, lie about it. You'll lie about everything else. You lie about your fucking stock portfolio. So lie about this shit. Like we got elections to win in the fall. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, the student, I, I don't know. That one's always going to piss me off. <clears throat> like that was your choice. You, you did all that. Right. And then someone will tell me, no, college is a requirement now. In order to get a job, you have to, you have to go to college. And it's like, no, you really don't. You don't. You don't need a fucking college degree to do what I do. That's for fucking damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would say you don't need a college degree to do most jobs. Yeah, it's just a corporate idea. Like if you're going to, if you want to work corporately, then yeah, it's HR requires this and this and this and this, and you have to meet all of those before they even talk to you. Right. Like my job now that I work in, yeah, cool. I have a master's degree, but it's in exercise science. Like they don't give a fuck what my degree is in. They're like, I don't know. Can you do the job? And yeah, I can do the job. So they pay me. They keep me around for now. You know until, I mean? until they find out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you don't know. I, 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 this could be a hot take. Luckily, no one I work with listens to the show, but I don't think you need a college degree to do what I do now, even though bet, it is in the co- the corporate world. I bet you they would not hire someone without a college degree. No, they probably wouldn't. But it has to be a college degree. They don't care what. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the difference, but that's corporate. You don't have to, you don't have to work a corporate job. Right. It's all bullshit anyway. Yeah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That's uh, fucking gross. So this uh, this next one, well, maybe I'll wait. Let's, you want to wrap this up? It's about that time. 
we can wrap this up. I'll say I'll because this is another one. I'm gonna kick the can down the road. I got a I got a juicy, I got a juicy conspiracy. So I, again, I would rather dedicate a little more time. We're we're coming up on the hour mark here. So let's uh, let's wrap this bitch up. We got Bruins to watch too. All right. So the Live Golf, which is backed by the Saudis. Yes. So that Saudi Golf League is not called the Saudi Golf League. It's called the Live Golf League or fucking something. I don't know, whatever. It's the Live Tour. Yeah. So article comes out. Live Golf Invitational Series event will have 19 of the top 100 players in the world, six of whom are currently ranked in the top 50. Source told SI that they have 170 entries for the June 9th to 11th event in London. 36 of them are ranked in the top 150 in the world. Several amateurs have also uh, have apparently worked with worked out NIL deals. Will also be part of the field. It's 48 guys. Player names are being withheld until releases from the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour, which used to be called the European Tour become official in the next few days. All the live golf is expected to wait past next week's PGA championship to make them public. <clears throat> so if you've been here before, the issue with the Saudi golf league is everyone's holier than now. And yeah. they don't like the Saudi money because the Saudi money is blood money. Now I disagree with that completely. I believe the Saudi money is your money. It's, it's not, blood money it's it's your money how does saudi arabia make their money oil who buys the who buys oil? the oil us we do so it's not it's not blood money it's our money yep. now you don't have to like who how they treat people because it's not good right but unless you're prepared to look at each and every investment that the Saudi Gulf or the, that the Saudi Arabian government does, then you don't get to say, oh, you can't accept that money. How could they accept that money? Because you are probably buying products that are backed by the Saudi Arabian government. One of like Saudi Arabia, they have more money than fucking anybody, pretty much. It's like the richest family in the fucking world. Yeah. And how do they make their money? Same conversation from 30 seconds ago. Oil. What happens if the oil's gone? They make no money. So in return, they invest in all types of shit all over the place, everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. So unless you are prepared to research everything you buy, if you are one of these people that's like, oh, you can't accept that money from Saudi Arabia. That's that's blood money. You can't do that. Then you need to check each and everything that you buy, participate in, or whatever, and find out if the Saudis are involved in it. Because I bet you they are involved with electric cars. It's just a head. Like, like, <laughs> Actually, they hedge. are. I'm looking at- They have I'm, to be. I'm looking at- Batteries? The, the Wikipedia for the Saudi Arabian economy and what it's based yep. off of. The U.S. car company Lucid will begin building electric vehicles in Saudi Arabia. Yep. So, so, so you better not buy a Lucid car. I mean, nope, I never heard of them. So, can't buy Lucid. But like, even like stuff like you won't be able to find this. But like, dude, they could invest in batteries. Yeah, I think they do. 
I think they, they do. They probably do. Lithium. I think they're they're a big investor in lithium. Do we talk about this? I think so. Oh fuck. Uh cuz it's like, like a, it, it is sound. a hedge. It's it's hedging against yeah, they just hedging what they already have. Yeah. So their event starts in June. They're supposed to have 12 to 14 events, 48 guys. Um $20 million purse for 48. There's no cut, so it's guaranteed money. Um, that's a lot of money. And especially for the PGA Tour, P- guys on the PGA Tour receive $0 for being on the PGA Tour, right? right. So um, who is the latest contract? I don't even know. Uh, so it, Mookie Betts is getting like $400 million or whatever the fuck he got. And he's yeah. a baseball player. Right. And... He gets $400 million, period, end of story. There's no if, ands, buts. There's no negotiation. He gets $400 million just by existing. He could suck for the rest of his contract, and he gets that money. <laughs> yeah. PGA Tour players, annual salary from the PGA Tour, they receive $0. Oh, but, it, but at least the PGA covers their expenses, though, right? They do not. Each PGA Tour player pays for their own hotel, their own flights, their own caddy, their own food. Oh, now, but, there's player but at dining. least the PGA Tour gives them a pension when they retire, right? Uh, so they actually, if, if you are fully vested, the pension's actually pretty good. But in order to get fully vested, you have to spend five full years or win so many events or win this or win that. And when you start describing these fucking people, it's all the people with all the money anyway. And that's what it comes down to is, you know, I think Dustin Johnson is a net jets guy, so he can get a private jet whenever he wants. He doesn't pay for it because he's sponsored by them. He doesn't need, he can afford, he can actually afford a private jet, but you got someone that gets in on their number. They were just at the Monday qualifier for the fucking corn ferry. And then they get a sponsor's exemption that to fly across the country. They have to pay for that flight. They got to pay for their hotel. They got to pay for a caddy. They can get player dining maybe twice, a, twice a day, unless they have like a 10 AM tea time, in which case they can get it no times a day. And then, <laughs> um, like that doesn't get compensated. They're all right. independent contractors. So that's the big gripe with the PGA tour right now is, even if you just gave these guys like, Hey, if you, if you earn your card, you get a quarter million a year, right? No one would say a fucking thing because it's about a quarter. It's about $300,000 a year to base level play a full schedule on the PGA tour. Cause John Peterson released his uh, tax returns from like 2014 or something. And he played full-time PGA tour. It was about 300 K. Um, and he was saying that's like splitting rooms with people and not going out, not doing this and not doing that. Like you want to live a lavish lifestyle and it's way more than that. But that's the thing. The PGA tour is like, you get, you get nothing and you right. pay. So right. if you go out there, you say you were a full card member for this year and you missed the cut every single fucking week. First of all, woof. Second of all, <laughs> you're about 300 K in the hole. Yeah. So these guys aren't really like, but it's not a good setup. So the live tour is supposed to kind of combat that a little bit, give these guys more money. They're going to play for crazy prizes. Like the prize money is going to be insane. So a lot of these guys that are a little bit older, they look at it and go, all right, well, I can just go play fucking 
half the events, probably make quadruple the money, no cut. Why not? And of the whatever, like 12 events, 11 of them are maybe like nine or 10 of them are in the US. Yeah, they're mostly in the US. There's only like one of them that's actually in Saudi Arabia. There's one in there's one in London. Yeah, there's one in London. I don't even know if there was, dude. So now the other thing too is with all those like world ranking people, um, that includes the Asian tour. So there's probably some players in the top 100 that we've never even heard of. Yeah. So it's not all like when it's like, oh, 19 of the top 50 or six of the top 50 and 19 of the top 100. We might not have heard of those guys. Six of the top 50 we've probably heard of. Right. I've, I've probably heard of. Um, so that was this morning. And as we were on here, lo and behold, PGA Tour doesn't grant a release. They're saying no. So any PGA Tour member that wants to go play in that event will not receive permission. And that's part of membership is if there's a PGA Tour event and you want to play a different event, you need to get a release. Generally, they grant it. Sometimes it's like backdoor deals like, hey, we're going to go play this Saudi event, which they did. It just wasn't the Saudi tour. We're going to go play this event in Saudi Arabia. And the the hush, hush, wink, wink deal is like, oh, we'll grant you your release, but you got to play Pebble Beach next year. Like, that's what they that's what believed is supposed to be like the underlying deal. Right. Like, yeah, go play this year, but you got to play Pebble next year. Right. Um. And all those guys went and Harold Varner won and it wasn't a big deal. And now it's a big deal because there's a competing league and golf media is full of pussies. Right. But the PGA tour says no. So I think we have legal action incoming. I Probably, think the Saudis yeah. and I think Greg Norman are going to sue the fuck out of the PGA tour. And it'll be quite interesting to see what happens from a like antitrust, anti-competitive, whatever, because all of these golfers are supposed to be independent contractors. Right. And by the PGA tour saying, no, you can't go play that event. And if you do basically we'll retaliate. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what they said. Yeah. Um, it'd be very interesting to see how this plays out. I'm, 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 I'm interested now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a labor lawyer, (laughs) but I feel like you can't do that. No, I don't think you can. And um, I wonder if any of these guys will just jump ship and say, fuck it, fuck the PGA Tour. Like, I'm not going back. Yeah. I don't know. I Could mean, be. I mean, Jason Kokrak has already been one of the guys that's come out and talked about it. Yeah, He was like, yeah, I can go over there and retire when I'm 44 years old. Yeah. And it's like, so, yeah, I mean, you're making, if he signs a two-year, $40 million deal, like, that's 40 fucking million dollars. And and you you retire at 44 years old? And then you get to earn on top of that, too. Right. So Right. I don't know about any of the contract stuff, like the guaranteed money. Like, the guaranteed money in the sense of, um, like, a a guaranteed contract, like, like Bryson was rumored to get or anything. Right. Um, But, yeah, I mean, if you're in the event, you're guaranteed purse money. Right. So you'll come out on top because you can't miss the cut. So I'll be interested to see because uh, I think we're going to court now. And the last time something like this happened, it was the USFL NFL. 
And I believe the USFL was awarded like $3. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like so, that. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. I don't know why I actually was optimistic for a second that they would let them fucking play. But that was a mistake. I yeah. shouldn't have thought that. Also, well, when you were talking before, I looked it up. Uh, the Hilton is very much entwined with the Saudi Arabian government. So for anyone out there that wants to poo-poo uh, the, the guys that want to go play on the live tour, uh, you can't you bet, stay at a Hilton. You better never fucking stay at a Hilton hotel. Or a Hilton property, which is Hampton Inn and I don't yep. know how many other ones. Yep. Yeah. You fucking cockbag. You also better, uh, you know, double check with your your gas company, like wherever you get your gas from and see where they get their gas from. Imagine that. Imagine walking, oil? imagine walking into like a Sitco being like, hey, where's this gas come from? The fucking guy would be like, I don't know. Go fuck yourself. Like, do you want it or not? <laughs> a truck. Yeah. Yeah. A tanker. Like, I don't know. Yeah, where does it come from? The ground? Yeah. Yeah. So you put gas in your car. Well, where do you think that came from? You better not put gas in your car. You better not stay at any of the Hilton properties. You better not ever buy a lucid electric vehicle. You know what I mean? Like all these people, like they just want to, they want to be holier than thou and be like, oh no, look at me. I'm good. I'm talking shit about Saudi Arabia. I'm saying it's bad. Oh, dude, they have, it's called the public investment fund. That is the sovereign wealth of Saudi Arabia. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to pull this up right now. <laughs> oh man they so they invest in uber nice live nation cool so don't go to concerts or don't buy tickets Boeing. don't buy tickets Boeing. don't fly on any planes facebook don't you delete your facebook city group that's i don't know what city city of bank city bank yeah not not to be confused with titty bank <laughs> uh disney Bank of America. Yep. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway. That's not that important. And I believe, I believe that's what I've got. Just examples. Yeah. So Uber. <laughs> so so you can <laughs> so you can't use your Bank of America bank account to buy a trip to Disney. Because yeah. you saw it on Facebook and flying a Boeing plane. And then when you get off the plane, you can't hop in an Uber to go to a ticket to buy tickets from Live Nation. Yeah. And stay at your Hilton property. Yep. Can't stay at the Hilton. Yeah. But oh. you're going to sit there and tell these guys they can't take money from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It's immoral. Yeah. Oh, it's blood money. Yep. All right. Delete your Uber app. Yep. Well, how am I how am I supposed to get around? No, nope, can't have Uber. Oh, you can't have Uber. Go Lyft. Get a Lime bike. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the Bruins suck. Yep, sure do. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, what is my final thought? Oh, my final thought. Speaking of like ridiculous amounts of money, uh, Tom Brady just announced today. Well, he didn't announce Fox announced today. The CEO of Fox Lachlan Murdoch, uh, Rupert Murdoch's kid. 
announced that there is a deal awaiting Tom Brady whenever he retires. That is 10 years, $375 million to be the lead analyst for Fox NFL broadcast. So Fox is kind of hurting in a bad way because they just lost arguably one of, if not some, some people consider it the best um, football team, analyst team, announcer team, whatever the fuck you want to call it um, in Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Um, people used to want to say it was Jim Nance and Tony Romo, but I don't hate them, but for some reason people have soured on Tony Romo, like pretty quickly in the last year, they loved him his first year in the booth. And now people can't stand him, which I don't, I don't know why I think he's, I still like him. I think he's fine, but whatever. Just saying as a general consensus, a lot of people say Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, um, were the best broadcast team in the NFL, well, they left Fox, both of them, to go to ESPN. They both got paid buku money to become the Monday Night Football announcers. So now Buck and Aikman, ESPN, Monday Night Football, which leaves a massive hole for Fox uh, NFL coverage. Well, it won't be this year, right? Because Brady's still playing. But potentially at the end of this year, right? Because he did retire for like a day. Uh, at the end of the this last season, so there's a solid chance he, this is this is probably Brady's last season playing. Um, so if and when he retires at the end of this season, uh, he will move into the Fox broadcast booth to be the A team with Kevin Burkhart, um, which I don't hate Kevin Burkhart, um, but I. Don't think he's super great either. I don't know who he was with last year. Was it Adam Archuleta or was Archuleta I CBS? I don't know. I don't, I don't know the Fox crews. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we don't get Fox. We don't get the Fox team a lot because they work no. a lot with the NFC. I think Charles Davis is like maybe their two guy. I don't really know. Okay. I could be making that up completely. Well, whoever it was got bumped for Tom Brady. <laughs> So it'll be Brady and Burkhart as their as their A team um, once he's retired. But holy shit, dude! Ten years, three hundred and seventy five million dollars. He had made thirty seven and a half million dollars per year to be a football announcer. And to that note, too, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, he's the greatest football player of all time," but like. Is he going to be good in the booth? <laughs> like, we don't know. Like, he's never really, like, he spent 20, 20 years with the Patriots and, like, was never really a big media guy. Like, he never, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird, right? Like, he's not, he doesn't strike me as someone that talks a lot. And uh, you got to talk quite a fucking bit when you're an NFL in the broadcast booth. So, it'll be, I don't think he's going to suck, but... I don't know if his first year he's going to be as incredible as everyone thought Tony Romo was. Um, but the other thing too, I saw this video, Vinny sent it to me. Um, it was a video from the Pat McAfee show 
he was talking, he was like flipping out about the, the, the contract and the deal or whatever. And he goes, so I just did some quick math on this too. He's getting paid $37.5 million a year. He's got about 21 work days in the year. And I go, holy shit. Imagine working for 21 days. Now I know there's travel and there's stuff built in there. Oh, I gotta got to prep. But 21 days effectively out of the year. And you get paid almost $40 million for that. Good for Tom Brady. <laughs> Credit to him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, make sure you give us a thumbs up, click subscribe, rate and review on the audio show, wherever you're listening, uh, whatever streaming service you use again, subscribe, give us five stars, whatever you can do over there. Um, Hopefully we'll do a little bit better than the Bruins are doing tonight. Um, thank you to mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod uh, when you sign up to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. My advice to you would be to live bet against the Bruins, but this is not going to come out until Thursday. So in game six, it'll be uh, take the Hurricanes. <laughs> take the Hurricanes to win in game six because uh, it's all over. Um, so go to mybookie.com when you do that. And when you sign up, uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit. Uh, also, thank you to grillyourassoff.com. Uh, use the same promo code SarcasmPod at grillyourassoff.com. Uh, and you will get 15% off your entire order every single time you check out over there. Uh, it's a multi-use coupon. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at SarcasmSpeaksPod. We're on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks on Facebook at Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, the website is sarcasmspeaks.com. All that everywhere. Any, anything that Sarcasm Speaks, it's us. Uh, so until next time. Bye-bye.